Has the story of your love life taken an unexpected plot twist? Well, this is the podcast that helps millennials rewrite the story of their love life by learning simple strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. Through candid and unscripted conversations, we provide tools to help navigate the twists and turns of dating and relationships. Are you ready to flip the script on your love life? If so, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy another episode of the Love Unscripted Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Love Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Wilson. And this is the podcast where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. And I am so glad to be back. Yo, I had to take a little bit of a break. You know, sometimes you got to practice what you preach as far as self-care. So I had to take some time to step back from the podcast for a little bit and take care of myself. But guess what? Your boy is back and I am dedicated to still bringing you great conversations. I have some amazing guests that are lined up to be able to have some of these deep and impactful conversations about relationships and dating that we all show up for. So I just wanna thank everyone who is here, who clicked on play, who has the uh, headphones in their stereo, who's watching on YouTube. I just wanna say welcome, welcome, welcome. And before we get started, listen, I just wanna let y'all know about the community that me and my friend Jamel Jackson have started. It's called Wake Up In Love where we have licensed therapists, doctors, psychiatrists, marriage and family therapists, certified relationship coaches, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bringing evidence-based tools on how to start and maintain healthy relationships. So if you wanna join that community, if you wanna be a part of something where people who really want to be in relationships are learning, are growing, are supporting each other along their journey, head on over to wakeupinlove.com, that's W-A-K-E-A-N, L-O-V-E dot com, and you'll be able to join and become a site member there. So don't want to miss that. But today I am here to share something I think will be very beneficial. Uh, We're in the month of March. We're about to move into a new season. Winter has been here long enough. Listen, I'm ready for spring. And as it starts to get warmer, you know, a lot of people are ready to start getting back out there and start dating. You know, you know, people are ready to get out there and give love another shot. Someone may be time to dust off, retire that player card and may want to do something a little more serious. So what I want to be able to do today and share with you are some ways to get mentally prepared for a relationship, get mentally prepared to date so that you can have the best success. And I tend to think a lot of people at least from when I'm talking to them in counseling sessions or just in public, a lot of people think the majority of dating is what happens when you're face to face with somebody, when you're uh, in the proximity or the space of someone, when in reality, a large majority of relationship success happens before you even get into one. I'm going to say that again. A majority of the success that you will have in a relationship will actually come before you actually get into it. There's some stuff you can do to get in the right headspace to be able to go on a lifelong journey with an individual, with somebody. 
This doesn't happen. Being in a long-term relationship doesn't happen by mistake. It doesn't happen just because you happen to find the right person and you two just click. It doesn't happen like that. It, it happens because of intentionality. It, it, it comes from being deliberate and thinking about the type of person you want to connect with and what you want to be able to show up as in your relationship. That all happens before. And a lot of the things you can do to get prepared are mental. It's a lot of things you could do that you need to be thinking about in order to be able to be ready for a potential lifelong journey with somebody or at the least or at the or at least be able to get out there and start dating again. So I got about five things I think you can do if we take the time to focus on these, like to really think about them. I think we can have good dating experiences. I think we can end up in positive and healthy relationships without all the extra drama. Because honestly, like we see it on social media so much, it looks as though it's not even worth it to be in a relationship. Everything we see tends to be bad news and bad reports of people behaving badly in relationships. But there are ways that we can I'll say safeguard ourselves from some of those encounters by having certain standards, rules, regulations that we have for ourselves that shield us from that. So we're going to go ahead and talk about that today. And so here are five mental ways to prepare for a relationship. So number one, you have to be able to identify whether or not you're even ready. Are you ready to be in a relationship? Are you ready to be in connection and communion with a person for an extended period of time? Most people tend to date and want to get in relationships for the purpose of marriage. Marriage, ideally, is supposed to be for a lifetime. Are you ready for that? Listen, many of us have had bad relationships. Some of us have gone through divorce and we are in a new spot now. We are no longer partnered. We have to decide whether or not we're ready to get out there and start giving other people, new people, an opportunity to show us who they are. But we can't do that. We can't come to the table in good faith if we are not ready to even open up our heart to that. Are you ready? Are you ready to start getting on the dating carousel where you're ready to give people that may not look like what you thought. Are you ready to date people who are outside of your comfort zone? Are you ready to go on dates that are outside of the norm for you? Are you ready to put your heart back out there? Are you willing to trust again? These are all mental conversations that you need to have with yourself to let you know whether or not you're ready. Because guess what? Sometimes we're not ready. Sometimes we are not ready to get out there and give it another try. And that is okay. You actually do yourself a disservice getting back out there before you're ready. You hurt yourself and you could potentially hurt somebody else. So don't feel any type of shame or guilt about not getting out there and dating before you're ready. It is courageous to say, you know what? Mentally, I still have some things I need to work out. Emotionally, there's still some wounds that need to heal. 
I still need to continue talking to my therapist because of my past experiences. I got to find some things that are going on with me first before I'm willing to put myself out there again. That is a courageous and a commendable thing that you do by prioritizing and identifying whether or not you're ready. So number one, take some time to identify whether or not you're ready to get back out there in the dating scene or whether or not if you're even ready for a relationship. Number two, review your core values and let those be your guide. So if you follow me for any extended period of time, you know I am big on identifying core values before you start dating, before you get in a relationship, before you connect yourself or hit yourself to somebody else. We have to identify within ourselves, aside from a potential dating partner, what it is that we believe about relationships and how we believe they should go. What do you believe your role in a relationship is? How do you want to be treated? What are the spiritual principles or guidelines that you want to be under or follow with your partner? What is your idea on how the family will grow and how the family will be ordered and maintained? These are all things you gotta identify before you get out there and start dating and get in a relationship. Because what happens is if you don't have these already mentally written down, I don't, I don't even write, mentally write them down, like physically write them down. If you don't have those, it can be easy to give in to certain situations, um, circumstances, because you may happen to find this individual highly attractive. Because their social status is one that you have not been in and you would love to be able to be a part of their world. But what we'll come to find out is eventually you'll be like, man, why am I in this relationship? Because you un you unknowingly went against your own core values, the things that you believe in at your core. You moved away from those. We got to start thinking about what our core values are and write them down and let that determine who can be in relationship with you. Let that determine who gets to take you out on a date or who you choose to take out on a date. We can't just do it just off of vibes. Like everybody tends to be moving off of vibes or feeling. I just, this, we just seem to click. Sometimes that's just infatuation. Sometimes it's hormones. Come on, let's be real. Sometimes it's just hormones that are going that make us really intrigued about somebody. It has nothing to do with what our values are. Being able to write down and clearly articulate what our core values are will protect you from people who do not belong in your space. Having them identified beforehand will automatically allow people to qualify or disqualify themselves to be in your space. You don't got to be dissing people or say, hey, nah, you don't got to be here. People by their behaviors and actions will automatically disqualify themselves when you realize that they do not fit what your core values are. Be willing to write those down. And throughout your dating experience, throughout your relationship, don't waver from those. Don't move away from what you at your core and at your essence believe. Because when we work against what we know to be true or what we truly desire, we start having internal conflict. And that internal conflict doesn't feel good, especially as you're trying to mitigate and try to uh, decipher through who is going to be a good partner. You can't be trying to figure out 
all these options that you have or trying to um, maneuver through different dating phases with people if you're always in conflict with yourself. That's not going to work. So number two, go ahead. Make sure you're able to review, to clearly articulate, be able to say what your core values are and let those be your guide. Number three, you have to be able to identify your non-negotiables and stick with it. So many people will have non-negotiables, but if they're fine enough, if they got enough money, it, come on, y'all. Listen, spring is coming. There's, there's about to be more skin. We're about to see more skin out here. We're about to be out in spaces a lot more. The nights are going to be warmer. We're going to be out and about. There are going to be people that we're going to find highly attractive that are going to check some of those non-negotiable box, boxes. How are you going to be able to stick to those? How are you not going to waver from things that are deal breakers? How are you gonna do that? If you don't have them written down, it'll be extremely difficult when you're by yourself to reflect back on everything that this person has said on the date, whether it's date one, date two, date three, over the phone. It's going to be hard to recall and recount. Did they, are they checking any of these boxes if you don't have them written down? Because let me tell you, them rose-colored glasses, they, people don't realize it may be rose-colored glasses, but it also can cover your ears. Your ears may not always be hearing things because your eyes are so like, man, ooh, the attraction level is there, or man, they got a certain amount of money, or man, their social status and position is so attractive. It don't even matter if they, no. No, take time. What are those things that if they show up in a person or if they happen in a relationship, it's done. It's a no-go. Write those things down. If you want children at some point, it makes no sense to date someone who does not want children. It's not going to work. You're forever going to be at odds. So why would you go against something that you truly want? Just because they may be attractive, may, just because they may have money, just because they may have status, may, may, even just because you enjoy them, maybe they just get you. That's not enough to, get to, to flex on a non-negotiable. You may want your parents and your extended family to be an integral part of your child rearing and child raising process. If the other person doesn't want family involved in that, that's a no-go for you. That's a no-go. They disqualify themselves. Don't make this, relationships are hard enough as it is. Don't make it even more difficult by flexing on something that, you know what? I don't have to deal with this. I'm not going to deal with this. This is something that I don't want as part of my relationship and dating experience. So why would you flex on it? So write those things down. Be able to write down what it is that you are not willing to budge on. For some people, it's infidelity. Some people, it's financial um, uh, carelessness. For some people, if I can't date someone who has a remote job, I mean, not a remote job, a traveling job where they're gone four days out of five days of the week. Like, what are those things that you're not willing to forego or you're, you just don't want as part of your dating experience? Write those down and don't flex on them. Number four. Let me get let me get a sip of water real quick for this. One. We got two more, y'all. Number four, choose a dating strategy. How are you going to go about finding potential partners? 
A lot of people don't think about this. A lot of people will go through a lot of these steps, one through three, and they'll get to this point and they're like, all right, well, I'm ready to date. I'll just get out here and just see what happens. Not realizing that you may have to be in certain locations. You may have to be a part of certain clubs, organizations, uh, social events. Like there are things that you may need to do to put yourself in proximity to people that you want to date. How are you going to go about doing this? You may be an extreme introvert and don't want to go out in public. Excuse me. So therefore, you may need to do the dating app thing. You may need to download some apps that make it easier to connect with people without having to go out of your house, having to be in proximity to people. But regardless of what you do, have a strategy. You got to have a strategy for how you're going to date because you got to have a rule book. You got to have some type of method for going about selecting, getting out there, connecting with people. You got to have a plan for that. It's kind of like going to the gym and not having any kind of rhyme or reason for why you're going in there. Are you working on cardio? Are you working on abs, legs? Are you doing calisthenics? What is your method? Like, what are you going in there to do? What are you going in there to accomplish? Your dating strategy will help with those kind of things. If you are unsure, do your research. There are plenty of methods and plenty of strategies for getting out there. There are plenty of speed dating events that you can go to. That's one, getting out there, putting yourself out there. You may go the strategy of, I'm only going to date someone that I intimately know. So now you got to start looking at your friend group. Who, who do your friends know that can potentially hook you up or get you in contact with someone that you may want to be in a relationship with? What is your strategy? I don't really care what it is. And you could be successful with many of them. Just know which one you're going to try. And also be willing and able at any time, once you feel that that particular dating strategy isn't working, move to something else. Yo, we do not have to do the same thing over and over, especially if it's not getting us any results. That's called insanity. So switch it up. Like, do something different. Like, if you are always the type to have really calculated dating experiences, you may have to have an extended period where, you know what, I'm just going to I'm just going to get out here and try something different. I'm going to initiate this time. I'm going to just randomly go up to someone that I, I, I may not have a shot, but I'm just going to do it. Whatever your strategy is, try something new. Be willing to change it if it doesn't work, but just get out there, have a plan, have a method for how you want to go about interacting, getting in contact with people today and see how that goes. And the fifth one, and this is where we'll wrap up at, choose a support team to assist you along your journey. I am a big advocate of not doing this whole dating thing alone. I am a major supporter of people when you're in relationships, having other friends who are in relationships. If you're married, you need to have married friends to support you in your relationship. Who's in your support group? Who can you talk to that can be open and candid with you Throughout your journey, sometimes we need that co-pilot to be like, yo, you're starting to deviate away from your core values. I know you. I know what your core values are because we're friends and our some of our values are the same. You're deviating. 
Do you have someone in your boat, someone in your circle of influence that can tell you when you're moving off your square? Or do you have someone in your group that can be like, you know what? You've really been trying hard out here in this dating scene. Maybe it's time to take a break. We've had too many. You've had too many instances of been heartbreak after heartbreak. How about we sit out for a little bit? Do you have someone who could support you and say that? Do you have people that once you have found someone that you could bring around the fellas, that you could bring around the ladies that can get eyes on? That's what my, <laughs> my auntie. Let me get eye, let me get lay some eyes on. Do you have people that can lay eyes on potential partners and let them know what they think? Let you know what they think. You don't have to do it in private. I know some people value their privacy. That's cool. But at some point, you still, if, if they're going to be a part of your life, your everyday life, if they're going to, if they're going to be part of how you do things on a day-to-day -day basis, they're eventually going to meet your friends. They're eventually going to meet your family. They're eventually going to meet your support system. They're going to meet them at some point. But who are those people that they meet that they are going to end up meeting? Identify them. It doesn't have to be a large group, but it does have to be people that you trust that can be open and honest and that can tell you the truth when you need the truth. But at the same time, be willing to lift you up, call in, check on you, support you when you're down. You need those people. You need those people because you're going to need them no matter what stage of the dating phase you're in. Whether you're just now meeting them, you're going to need them when you get into that committed relationship. And I sure hope that they're right there in the crowd watching when you decide to tie the knot. You need those supporters. You need them there. They, you need people to have your back. And I just hope that as you're going through life that you don't have to do it alone, that you are identifying very, I'll say dependable people, people of integrity, people of good character who can support you through the ups and downs that is love, through the unscripted, twists and turns that are in life. I just hope that you're able to find those people. So I thank you all for joining me this week. Those are just five ways that you could get mentally prepared to get out there and start dating. Please head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, comment, rate, subscribe. If you're in podcast land, yo, you better go on over to Love Unscripted HD over on YouTube and hit the subscribe button there. Also, if you, listen, if you want to be able to ask me questions, if you want to ask some of the top specialists in relationships questions, if you want support from a community where you can hear other people's situations and know that you're not the only one that's facing those, join Wake Up In Love, W-A-K-E-U-P-A-N-L-O-V-E.com and go ahead and become a site member, Wake Up In Love, and that's where you'll find me at on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I just thank you all so much for joining me this week. Listen, we may not, <sighs> we may not have all the answers, but we will have the conversation. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.